Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. Uh, this week, you have uh, the distinction of only having one Bourbon Boy. I am doing it solo this week. Uh, <clears throat> probably less entertaining for everybody, but it will be a lot faster. So, uh, a lot of the uh, adjectives my wife will use when she's talking about sex with me. So, um, what I'm going to do is G-H-I-J from the blind premium side-by-side. So similar to the first time I did it with Joel, I'm going to taste through these after the initial introduction. We're going to have a little bit of a interlude, and then I'll come back and give my notes and my guesses on what it could be. So this one will probably be a pretty quick episode, probably 15, 20 minutes. Uh, some people love that. Some people may hate it. I don't know. We'll see. I've never done one that short, but I need to do some more editing on the Smooth Drambler uh, podcast still. So, <laughs> so uh, here we go. Uh, these, I'm going to give you the initial just eye test for these. G looks super light. Which is weird because I didn't see anything else in there that might. I guess that could still be the wheat whiskey. And I just got number D wrong, which is very possible. Uh, H. A nice amber color to it. Same thing with G. Same thing with J. I don't see anything that stands out color-wise to me other than G. Is super light. So... We will cut it off here, and then you will rejoin us afterwards. I might have some commentary as well, just to make it a little bit longer. Uh, next week, I hope to have a podcast put together uh, with Kevin Ming. Well, him and I will go at the validity of the second mar secondary market as it pertains to Buffalo Trace and the comments that Preston Van Winkle made today that uh, they had hired lawyers and trying to shut down the secondary market on Facebook. So hopefully we'll have that put together and then uh, Kevin and I can go at it because we definitely have differing opinions. Although at the end of the day, I'm sure we'll both find common ground because we always do. Um, I will say that on this podcast, instead of like the first time where I gave it a certain number for a nose and a certain number for a palate or taste, I'm just gonna go to give it an overall number so I can uh <clears throat> basically so I can uh feed it into the app after I get done with this and have accurate numbers because as of right now I am throwing all their shit off like I have the past few times where I've given things really terrible numbers where they just wanted it to be uh lower. So we'll see what happens and uh, I will Talk to you all again after the break. And we're back. Oh, that's a little hot. <clears throat> and we're back. Oh, that's still a little hot. And we're back. So, this is going to be the reveal portion of this podcast I ended up doing G through K which is five samples 
just so hopefully I could put 10 minutes of material on this podcast. Every time I do blind side-by-sides, especially when we are asked to uh, guess what the outcome or what the sample is, I really know that I'm going to look like an idiot because I'm not great at this. I mean, I've got a fairly good chance of guessing of an MGP in this blind side-by-side. Just to go over what we have here, <clears throat> the bottles included are Kentucky Owl Rye Batch 1, Litchfield Distillery 12-year-old bourbon, Old Fitz 11 or 13-year-old bottle of bonded, Redemption Rye 8-year-old Batch 2 MGP, obviously Redemption High Rye Bourbon Batch 1 MGP, a Midnight's Winter Dram. Act 6, Scene 6, Charbet Hot Flavored Whiskey. Senator, Barrel Proof, MGP, 6-year-old Straight Rye. Old Pepper Bourbon, Barrel Proof, MGP, 10-year-old. Southern Star Reserve, 10-year-old High Rye Bourbon, which I believe is also MGP. Bellmead Cast Strength Reserve Bourbon, MGP. Four Roses, O-E-S-V-L-E, uh, from... Colonial Wine and Spirits. Four Roses OESQ from Wine and Whiskey Country. Cedar Ridge Barrel Proof Wheat Whiskey provided by Amanda Joy. Uh, Willett Family Estate 10-year-old Small Batch Rye provided by Reuben Alex and Jason Frank, which I believe is also MGP. So, overall, you could throw a dart at the dartboard on this, and it will be it will hit an MGP. But <clears throat> that makes it even worse because I'm supposed to be the MGP, one of the MGP guys. So I should know the difference between an MGP and a non-MGP. But the problem is, my palate is not that refined. I know when something's good, I know something that I like, but at the same time, picking between two different things, not really my forte. But we're going to try, and it'll be entertaining for you all to see how bad I am, and it will make you feel better about yourselves, hopefully. So first, we start out with G. G was very light. It looked like... uh, Basically, it looked like urine after a night of drinking. It was very brownish or light yellow, which led me to believe that it was the Charbet, but I already picked the Charbet out, so I'm going to be wrong on one of these, uh, at least. Probably, I'll say if I get 50%, I'll be pretty jacked about that, actually. <clears throat> so, on this one, G, I said... On the, on the nose, it was sweet, but light, and it had an essence of lemon. Uh, to me, which screams whisk, uh, scream scotch when I say that, and that's the exact same thing that I put down for the one uh, E, which I said was also Charbet. And I messaged the, the guy that made this, to ask him if he could have possibly put this in twice. He said, no, they're just two terrible ones in there. I said, 
I don't think they're terrible, but they're not great. But there is at least three in there that I didn't think were great. So <clears throat> I guess we'll see what happens. I guess one of them could be the Wheat Whiskey by Cedar Ridge, which is under underage as well. But I don't know. We'll find out because I already picked that out too. So I was probably wrong on that. But I can't go back because I gave half of it to my brother-in-law. Yeah. So, um... Palette, I gave this one a light flavor. Really? Not much to it. Okay, I was able to breathe through. It was pretty light. I mean, it just... There wasn't a whole lot to it. It was enjoyable. But at the same time, it wasn't one that I would just sit there and be like, Oh, God. There's so many nuances to this. It was just... It's a one-hit wonder. It's sort of chill. Lemon. It... In... I like to say lemon pledge, but a lot of people think that's a bad note. Not necessarily lemon pledge as far as it tastes like floor cleaner, but it's just sort of that. It, if you had to guess what lemon pledge is, sort of piney and lemon. That's that's what I got from this. Not necessarily a floor cleaner aspect of it. Um, <clears throat> so moving on to H. Hold on, I gotta turn the air conditioner off. Sorry, the new studio is in the basement. I had to make a place in the basement for this. Yeah, feel special, guys. So, moving on to H. Oh, uh, by the way, I gave G a 65 overall. I didn't do a nose versus a palate this time. I just did straight up whatever I thought I liked. Gave it a number. So for H, I said Rhino Spice, um, MGV, MGP Spice, light on alcohol. So it was, you would think it may be made a little bit older age rye, to my, in my opinion, maybe eight or nine year old. Palette was pretty straightforward to me. It was straight MGP Spice rye. Uh, you got the... The, the fruity and spicy mix. It was just a classic MGP ride to me. A little bit of a dill that people get that I start to get now, but I don't find off-putting. A lot of people do. But now that people keep saying dill, I sort of get it. But at the same time, I don't think it tastes like dill pickle juice. I just get a little bit of hint of dill. For, for I... Originally, I put Young MGP question mark because it had that fruity nose to it. A lot of alcohol. Then on the palate, I thought it was light, and it was light fruit, so I thought it might possibly... Oh, by the way, the last one I said was Redemption Rye Batch 2 and gave an 80 overall to. <clears throat> Which on this scale is is pretty amazing. That's like, go for another bottle. Um, so on this one, light palette, light fruit. So I wanted to say MGP, but I didn't feel it on the palette. So I went with old fits. Uh, maybe that's what I said. Old fits. Maybe quote unquote. Uh, I am not good at picking out stuff like that. Like I could pick out a four roses pretty well just because of the, the nuances to it. But when it comes to old fits, or weeded whiskey, weeded bourbons. 
it's kind of tough to pick out. I mean, it, it did have a young MGP nose, but that's an 11-year-old whiskey. So I'm going with it's either an old Fitz or maybe a Senator. No, that's straight rye. I don't think that was a rye. I'll just go with old fit. Screw it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Fuck it. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're listening to this with kids. Um, for Jay. Jay Cherry. Cherry bomb. I got that on the. I got that on the the nose. I got that on the palate. Starts off a little astringent on the palate, and it has a lingering finish. Uh, I thought it was alcohol, a little bit of alcohol on the nose. By the way, I gave 65 on the uh, Old Fitz, quote-unquote, maybe. <clears throat> so, for this one, Cherry Alcohol MGP I put on the nose. Cherry Bomb starts off a little astringent. Lingering finish on the end. I guessed Litchfield because they are very high. In MGP or uh, cherry, in my opinion, from the couple samples I had, I've never had a whole bottle. I got one upstairs, but I haven't opened it yet. Might as well now at this point because it's not worth that much, so might as well drink it. But um, so that's what I guessed, and I got I gave it an 85 because I do I did enjoy it. On the final one, which was K, I said a lot of alcohol touch of fruit on the backside, earthy and grassy on the front for nose. Um, on the palate, fruity and funky, long lingering finish. Uh, this one I didn't feel like was an MGP product. I felt like it was an OESV. I guessed that already for uh, C, uh, which I gave a 75. This one I gave an 80. So I'm wrong on one of these two. Hopefully not on both, but we'll see. Uh, one of these probably is an MGP that I'm getting wrong, uh, but it won't be the first time that I've gotten something wrong. So that's it for the sampling. Next week on the podcast, hopefully you're still listening. Next week... We will probably have me and Kevin Ming going at it about the uh, Buffalo Trace secondary market uh, situation going on. If not, I have a podcast uh, that we recorded at Smooth Dramblerie from the hotel that I had an hour and a half of material from that I ended up getting 30 minutes because the majority of which I was yelling at Tyler about being a terrible co-host and asking people how they lost their virginity. Yes, I was intoxicated. Uh, so, if you are still listening to this, hopefully you're listening next week. Uh, I think next week will be a really good one if Kevin and I can go at it because I think we'll have a good discussion. And then we will potentially have me and Zeke Baker doing the last four of these from Dad's Drinking Bourbon because that has been a... Uh, tradition so far on these blind side-by-sides that him and I do a set of them. So, until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family. And, uh, yeah, don't listen to Bourbon Pursuit.
Night-night.